Recording me. Yep. Shall I go three, two, one? Three, two, one. I'm all glittery, Dan. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Dammy. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, bro? Well, I mean, this episode already is, is not started well. Not for you guys, <laughs> but we've been sat here for probably about an hour. Trying to, minutes. Trying to figure out how to do a podcast when you're both in the same room together. <laughs> Turns out... Not as easy as you would think. No, because we just literally record on Skype and it's all written out for you. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, we genuinely Dan wanted to be in both like different rooms. We're, yeah, we're well, at one point, subjects. at one point, I was like, let's just get on our computers and just Skype each other on the other <laughs> side of the room. Um, but basically, what happened? You'd think, wouldn't you, that the same equipment? Well, this is how it all started. So we used is, to do this. Yeah, we used to do oh, this. One hundred and fifty episodes ago. And um, you'd think it would just be a case of plugging in the same microphone in the same way and being able to record. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no. Computers don't work like that anymore. Um, so we've got all sorts of jacks and all sorts of microphones. And in the end, what we're actually doing is recording it as a video on my camera. Um, and then <laughs> so just taking the audio from it. Of that, it's going <laughs> to yeah. be absolutely yeah. amazing of us sitting in, uh, sitting in Dan's living room. Maybe we should do the podcast on YouTube and put it up on YouTube. This would be the first one ever. Oh, we've done it before. But I mean, to be fair, it'd be the most boring YouTube video in the world. <laughs> I don't know why people do that. I don't get. I don't get it. I think it's because people put it on when they're like at work and stuff, yeah. and they just leave it on in the background. But you do have SoundCloud or with Spotify. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. I just don't get it. I think just use your fucking lap, just use your phone. It's on like, Spotify. Just use your phone. But anyway, Tom's all glittery as well because he's been looking after Isabel today. Um, <laughs> pretty much, Isabel. Isabel's got a new babysitter. Basically, um, so yeah. she decided to paint. I mean, him. she was all for it. Basically, did you? You and Laura joked that you were going to go out. She was like, all right. Yeah, no, so we joked. We were like, oh, yes, we're just going to go now and leave you with Tom. And she was like, okay, bye then. And she was literally like, well, are you going? She was like, are you going then? Go on then. Um, Great. We uh, painted rainbows. You did paint rainbows. Arms. And you've got glitter all over so, your arm, which went Yeah, off. we went glitter crazy. So I'm expecting for glitter to be in certain places when I shower, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, we'll soon find out. We'll soon find out. We? We'll soon um, find out. But, um, but yeah, we, we went to Owie Diner. We went to. Um, I've got that at the top of my list, mate. Yeah, we went. Burger. We went out for a burger in Bristol, and it was one of those places that, to be honest, on the pictures on Instagram, it looks like the place to go for burgers, and it was good. I'm not going to say it was amazing. It was good. It's got a solid like seven. Yeah, it was a good seven, seven, seven and a half. half. Like it was a good burger, but it was very much a show burger. It's a showy burger. It's you know it had like your, your patty and it had your your, your um, buttermilk. Fried got, chicken. Got something called clucked up, didn't we? Crispy buttermilk thigh. Yeah. Um, steak patty, double American and Swiss cheese, and baconese. Yeah, it was. Top and bottom. It was very good, but the chicken overpowered the beef, and the beef wasn't the best quality. Like, compared to like a bleaker burger or a black bear burger, it just wasn't as good a, a quality as of patty. But yeah. that being said, if you're in the Bristol area, still go and experience it. Um, but it is a bit kind of like sickly and stuff like that. And then tomorrow, the day this podcast comes out, we're going to go to the burger place in Bath, which is better quality, less about the showiness of the chips and the dripping cheese. Yeah, and the weird double dirty fries. Didn't rate them. No, they were all right. They were just chips with flipping cheese sauce on them, really. Um, and yeah, so it was they like just, a, just 
like any burger company, just serve poutine. Yeah, it's just, just easy, isn't it? It's just like one of the best burgers that we have had like that was the dip and flip. That was good. Dip and flip is. Like I would happily go back there. Hundred percent. Always going to be a top three burger place in London. Yeah. Very, very good. So, yeah, to, like I said, as of um, when you're listening to this, we will be probably on our way to the place in Bath, so you, you'll be able to check out on Instagram. But, um, but yeah, that's not what we're going to talk about all day today, is it, Tom? We're not going to talk about burgers all day. Yeah, yeah, we got um, Dan's got to review his Biscoff now as well. Oh, I had the Biscoff ice cream because Tom informed me that Waitrose is one of the 30 Waitrose shops. One of the 30 Waitrose. Only, that I, that of course, of course, that, of course it's going to be in Bath. Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Um, so we went in there, didn't we? Well, and we had that. London and there's none. Yeah, <laughs> we went. Mental. So we went there and I, boy, am I glad they've got them there. Although my waistline is not. Um, they are 312 incredible. 312 calories per one? 312 calories per ice cream. and But what worth it. Every calorie. But worth it though. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, ima- Just imagine how good it is in your head. It's better than that. It's better than that. Like, I, I genuinely, it's, it's the best ice cream. It is the best ice cream. It's the best one there. There's no, there's no doubt about that. It was incredible. Um, so yeah, come visit me in Bath and we'll go and buy ice cream. Because <laughs> there's not many places you can get it. <laughs> Basically. But that's it. That is it. Um, I, I, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. A bit too much, probably. <laughs> This is apparently just what pe- what people do when uh, people come to stay with you, mate. Yeah, exactly. Well, like I said, I said on my Instagram stories today, like I'm just a fat fuck. Like I went with Mike, huh. we ate out pretty much every meal and just ate too much. You've come here, I've just eaten shit and eaten too much. Although to be fair, since the burger, I've not eaten. We've not eaten since the burger. Well, I had a so lot I had, of I had yogurt and I had yogurt and apple for breakfast. Then we had the burger and chips, and that's it. So actually. I'm not Probably okay. I just, need, I just need some more fibre. So I had to eat that. You had to eat that, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Twister, mini twister, twister there. So it's not a lot, is it? Not Seventy calories, ninety yeah, calories. If that. But yeah, it's not good. a good day for food. It was a great day for food. Well, a great day, fair. but not. A good day. <laughs> right, uh, we got a few topics. I've actually written a few down now, um, realizing that we didn't we didn't actually bother. No, we didn't, did we? Um, yeah, it's only because it just flashed up on uh, on my feed, and then apparently Dan was talking about it this week. Don't watch Dan's stories. Um, no, I didn't blame you. <laughs> but it was just an interesting question. It's not an interesting question. I guess it could be for beginners. Fine, cool. It was just more. It was more hilarity about the answer, and it's something we've made a point of before. We did. We did a show previously about um, what stuff you can kind of ignore in the fitness industry if you want to be mm. probably us is like the ninety percent of we, yeah. we can do the bare minimum and get by, and we'll be okay. We look okay. We look good. It's fine. Yeah, move on. Um, enjoy your life but yeah, the question was a good hypertrophy focus program for a beginner um, straight away first two comments a program that adds sets from MEV to two thirds of your MRV and overloads proximity to failure throughout the meso and works mostly in the 5 to 30 rep range oh my I mean okay, uh, for the emph- I did emphasize one word in that question right <laughs> Beginner. Yeah. All right. Okay. Mm. And next one was agree with that all. Um, I only might tweak it and say mostly in that eight to twenty rep range, with some below eight and then some above twenty. So five to thirty. <laughs> so the five oh to my 30 god! No. Or entirely the five to thirty range because I'm sure a beginner would. <laughs> I mean, ever I'm, go not, outside I'm not. Those I'm not being funny, but five to thirty range. Why not make it four and forty? Just, just why not? Why not? Why not? Like, like they might as. Okay, the, the best advice to this person, we might just move on, is uh, just go and lift. Yeah, just go, like, so I talked about this this week on, on sort of Instagram and my email that went out this week is, um, 
we talked about, or I talked about, language that personal trainers use, and... What does MEV stand for, Matt? No idea. Oh, we know what MRV is. I know, I, I've got... Maximum I, recoverable volume. I've got no idea, and I don't need to know. <laughs> I do not need to know, um, like... Maximal estimated volume? I don't know. Pff, efficient? Efficient. Oh, they make all sorts of words, effective. don't they? Effective. effective minimum effective. That's, minimum that's effective my. Volume. That's what I go minimum with. Effective minimum volume, effective volume, please. Two-thirds of your MRV. Ridiculous. Boom. But um, <laughs> is the whole thing about PTs using language just to try and sound clever and like, you know, they really like elongate everything and they really have to make sure that they use words like concurrent, concurrent, not like the same, can't say the same time, say concurrent, has to be concurrent or like assimilate instead of digest, like ridiculous. And like all they're doing is copying people. now, mate, that burger. Yeah, all they're doing is copying people who use those words. And there are some people who are within their right to use big fancy words because they are intelligent and they were maybe the first people to start using them in the bodybuilding world or whatever. But my point is that they're also people who are trying to attract tr other trainers as their clientele. So they are trying to sound clever and they are doing that for a reason. Um, because, you know, people, I suppose trainers might want to think that they're doing something above and beyond what is considered, you know, the simple stuff like we would talk about, right? Which I get, and I'm okay, and I'm okay with that, because again, I know, I know some guys who do it, and I really respect them, and it's fine. Do you? Yeah. Right. Like the Muscle Mentors, they, they use like, they use quite like, I suppose... Um, words with more than two syllables well yeah because they can I mean I can't do that um, but the, you know like, well, the way they explain stuff especially some of the stuff with exercise mechanics um, oh, by digestion the way, by the way but we haven't mentioned it's hot out. oh by the way it's hot yeah, yeah. don't know if anyone's noticed it's hot out <laughs> um, but you know they, and, but the way they, they break things down in their captions or their posts on Instagram or their posts on Facebook or whatever have um, I taken your coke? No, that's mine. Okay. Um, they they do use longer words and they do break it down and they do give you the intricate specific details that you need to know because again they are targeting that next level athlete. They have arguably next level knowledge compared to someone like us or the people that we work with or whatever. And they use the, that sort of language. But my biggest bugbear is, is people just copying them. People are just copying them for no reason and they don't have the level of intelligence. They don't know why they're saying these things. They're just copying it. Um, but not only that, it's even, um, we, like I guess we've had, we've had Amelia on, right? Even with Amelia, the way she talks about some things is a, is a little bit more in-depth in terms of maybe like meditation or in terms of habit-based things or just in terms of the overall language can be a little bit more, um, I suppose intelligent is the word I would use. Um, but you see trainers copying it and I'm like, no, you're working with a 50-year-old fat guy. He doesn't need to know about the exercise mechanics of that movement. He doesn't need to know the word talk. He never needs to know the word talk in his life, ever. Stop saying it. Um, you know, oh, the fulcrum. He doesn't need to know what the fulcrum is. He has no clue. Tell him to move falcon. that weight. The falcon, right? The falcon, yeah. <laughs> Tell him to move that weight from there to there in the safest possible way, and he's going to improve and he's going to get stronger. Um, but to me, it just highlights a complete lack of intelligence. They think they're more intelligent by doing it, but it actually highlights a lack of intelligence because they can't talk to their target demographic. It's why I don't try and use big words. No offence to my clients. They don't need to know <laughs> the big words. Like, they just need to know it in the simplest way possible. They need to know that I care and that I can talk to them. And this isn't me saying I need to talk to them on their level like they're stupid. They're not. But I need them to understand it in the simplest possible way so that they can get it as quickly as possible. Well, we, we, we talk about this uh, on the education platform as well um, because... It's, I don't know if there's a certain level of insecurity when you do use the big words or re repeat them. And probably you can't, if you cannot explain it in layman's terms, then in kind of our opinion, you, can't, you don't really understand the topic you're on about. Because 
if you're not relating it to an average Joe like Dan, then he's got no idea what he wants to be talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's like it's like that, like that. Those comments there, like it's ridiculous. A good hype training program for a beginner. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. Full body, three times a week. Start like that. Yeah, like that's all they need to know. Like comp- mainly, gym. mainly compound lifts. Lift, lift Think some stuff. Safety first. Make sure <laughs> they can do these movements. Progress from these exercises up to these ones. Begin to more advanced exercises. Taking them through degrees of movement. Taking them through stability stuff that we talked about on our workshop. Yeah, like go through that sort of stuff. Don't just go. Oh, they need to calculate that because they don't know their MEV. How is it? How are a you going to know? Who... How are you going to know your MRV <laughs> for a beginner who's never lifted before? You can't calculate it, mate. It's, it's impossible. Zero. Zero. Yeah, it's zero it's, at the moment. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, and, and that's the thing is, it just shows. Like, and again, I'm not. I'm not having a go at the principles of MRV and MEV. I'm not. Like, again, I'm not having a go at them. I'm having a go at trainers who don't understand when to implement that. Don't implement that. Like if I had a tr- if I had a coach and they tried to implement that with me, I'd be like, you're wasting your time, mate. Yeah. Wasting right. your time. I couldn't tell you the fucking number. No. Because I, don't. I don't train that consistently. And and it's just that whole ability of a, of a of a coach to be able to look at a look at the person in front of you and go like, this is what they need right now. This is how I'm going to talk to them. This is what they this is what their goal is. This is how I'm going to help them. And to just it's like every single if you like I say if you have a hammer all you see is a nail. It's that whole thing of like you can't change and you have to have you know the ability to to look at someone and like i could i could reel off and, and make it sound intelligent like i did on my posts but the reality is you you can simplify it and you don't need to sound try and sound clever and i think people do it like i said because they want to prove that they know this shit and actually the best way to prove that you know shit is to understand your client and show them you understand them and you know what level they're at. It's just interesting, isn't it? Because obviously, there's certain people who do go after trainers as their clients, as I'm sure we will future when mentoring, etc., and workshops and stuff. But we still use relatable language if we we're going to advertise it. It's interesting, but it's one of the biggest. It's just the difference of being coached and then being kind of preached at. Mm. If somebody's going to co- be coached, you're hoping it's going to stick. There's that retention value and. Hopefully, the, the client isn't even isn't even going to realise they're learning it. Um, yeah, that's it's part of the coaching. I, I just think like half these people, if they went to their accountant and their accountant was just reeling off re- legal speech at them from a book, they're going to go, "What the fuck are you on about, mate?" Just they'll talk be their to their lawyer me. as well. So. Well, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure an accountant must know some sort of law. No. Um, but like, do you know? I'm sure that they would be sat there like, "What the fuck? Are you want just tell me in plain English, mate?" And think how many people are reading Instagram posts of trainers yeah. thinking the exact same You're thing, like. like yeah. Mate, just tell me it and like tell me what I need to know. Just tell me what I need to know. Like and, and I, every time I write a post, I'm always thinking to myself, can I make this a bit simpler? Because there's no need to complicate it. And I think some some posts it's, it maybe is required or, or whatever. And like I said, in some demographics it's required for. But the funny thing is, like I said, is that I, I've seen it a lot now in the last six months, is people just copying. Just copying someone else doing it. And for the life of me, I can't work out why, because they're not at that level that they're person that they're copying off. They're not there. It's like it's like it's like a prime example is like Jordan Peters, the way he talks about bodybuilding. I just see everyone else now who's in bodybuilding talking the same way he talks. I'm like, you're not Jordan Peters. Like you're just copying someone. Like take inspiration from him, whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to do. But there's certain things that guy does because he's at that level that he needs it, and he needs these 0.01% things half the time. But the way that people talk about it, who follow him, and they're like junior not even junior bodybuilders they're just trainers it, it's frightening and it and again it just shows that complete lack of understanding of what people out there need and like if you're a trainer think about what your clients actually need from you and 
think about why online coaches are successful when they don't talk in fancy language like that and it's because they are relatable they build relationships with their clients and those two things there mean that their clients adhere to their program no matter how simple it is or simple it sounds they're adhere to it that's all you have to worry about they have to wonder why they signed up with them in the first place I think sometimes people are dazzled by the big words and they hope that it, they hope that the big words means that they're going to have that level of ability to coach someone but then they get I think they get into it and realize no they yeah. just say big fancy words all the time. And if there's no substance and you end up just giving a meal plan anyway. Well, I just I don't know I just I just think it's it, it, it's it's a frightening trend to see because again it's always young coaches that are, that are trying to trying to help people and some of them have you know a good decent number of clients and stuff and that's fine but Yeah. It's it's just I just worry about how that if the people they're copying change how they talk, it's just gonna be obvious then that you're just copying. Just like, two months down the line, you're like, oh wait a minute. Um, yeah, and and, and me and me and Mike laugh about it all the time because we we talk about it regularly because we're like, have you seen this post by this person? It's just copying off this person. Like, yep, seen it. Like, because and we'd like to think that we're pretty unique in the way we do things. Same with me and you, we're pretty unique in how we do things. Like, you can't. You, it's obvious when someone's copying you, and we've had it recently. In the last couple of weeks, we've noticed certain someone. A couple of other people as well just started doing things similar and you're like come on like we're doing this for a reason and we know the reason why because we've we've looked at it as a part of a plan and a structure of how we're doing things in the long term for like this time next year obviously i have uh, i have the <laughs> I, I train in like all five third spaces and obviously i do teach about exercise technique and certain things but there are <laughs> it does happen as well yeah. we're in a one-to-one basis of course it does um and someone there, there are a certain amount of trainers who will copy based off... There'll be some random stuff that I might do, a very specific cue or something stupid um, that I'll make somebody do, just just for them, just so they retain yeah. it. But then I will 100% see it mimicked in the next couple of weeks. But you like, should just throw something really oh, random, wait, like stupid, like flicking yeah. the elastic band on their arse or something. Just, just, <laughs> just say to their client, play along with this, play along with it. Play along with it. <laughs> just see, see, see if I can go this. So I did actually start a bet to see if... Uh, with, I used to just... Uh, <laughs> with one of the trainers to see if some people would copy based off... A, I'd, like, I'd gonna lay in a certain exercise that no, no one does before, like... No one's really done within mm. the gym. I know they don't do it. There's nothing that's there. It's something I haven't done for like two years. And I'll be like, all right, I'm going to do this with mm. 75%, 75% of my clients. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be anything crazy. And I'm just going to see who picks it up yeah. and who starts doing it based off just watching what I do. And it's flattering. It's nice. It's just like, But I'd rather them come to me and be like, why am I doing that? I think, or, I, I think or it then is. to ask the question or like have a post or anything like this and be like, oh, I'm just going to do it because I, I think it, it is flattering to a point, it's cool. but it's also a case of, I think you would get to a point where it would annoy you because you would see it done so, you're, doing, you're seeing it done so poorly or coaching done so That's poorly thing, that, right? that no, person no, could hurt themselves and you're the like, oh, where'd you get that from? I got it from Tom. Maybe uh, asked and I'm like, maybe there's really specific coaching cues that yeah. I've used to like, put this here, please, the whole time. Look at that. Do this. Um, like you say, I think it, it, to, to a degree it's flattering, but as a coach who has other coaches copying them and their wording or their language or how they set things up or, or whatever, to me it's a bit like, come on, like, it just, to me, it, I, I, I never worry about coaches that do that because I know that they're never going to, they're never going to make it. One of the funniest ones uh, I did actually see, it was within, I think maybe I was coaching at another gym, um, so not at uh, the Marlowe first place, but within an hour, I did, uh, I was doing some reverse lunges with uh, one of my clients in a front rack position barbell like and then you're doing reverse lunge step back and they were just struggling like with with their ability to put the foot back so they weren't too confident we'd just progressed onto it so all i got was a band 
and I created a, like um, what would it be a cross, right? So he's got two boxes where his feet start, and then he's go two boxes to put his fit back in. Really, really simple, like visual cue. He's just got to hit those boxes every single time. And then within the next hour, I knew the trainer next to me was watching me and then it was straight there. <laughs> same setup. I was like, that's interesting that they do. They yeah, it's interesting exactly that their program is exactly the same as this one. <laughs> I was just like, that's weird. I was like, I've only, I didn't use that a lot. It was just because I was just getting annoyed with the person. But <laughs> that's what trainers do, though, isn't it? Like, it, it's it, like, oh, that looks good. Just don't like, be, cool, just right. don't be that trainer. Like, <laughs> go and ask them. Be like, oh, that was good. I'm going to use that. Thanks. Yeah. Perfect. Exactly. Job like, solved. Why have you done that? Right. Oh, because of this reason. Oh, that's really smart. I might do that next time I have an issue. Yep. Like, uh, I that's all it took. Two-second conversation. But again, more so in nutrition, though, it's scary because obviously with nutrition, there's actually a lot more, I suppose, individualization that occurs. Like with weight training, it's a bit more like, well, most people just move weights and be all right kind of thing. Whereas with nutrition, there's certain reasons that some people might be doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But like with nutrition, I feel like there's a bit more like to it in terms of individualization, in terms of the amount of calories someone's on, how they break their meals down, all this sort of stuff. And just just find it hilarious that people just, just copy it and just just do it. And they see other people doing it and think that's how all their clients ever in the world need to have it done and, and it's quite scary like um, that the people do that maybe that's just me as, a, as an evolution of a coach we talked about this today as well didn't we we were in the gym we talked about nah, we, about we talked about our our progression through training and how our view of training I suppose and why we train has changed compared to what it was a, a while ago and how you know you when you were a, a first a PT you used to be like oh, and someone comes to you oh, I just don't have time to train more than three times a week and you're like come on I mean, you need to make time you need to make time bro come on <laughs> like, you need to make time for this shit this is good and then like now we're like yeah I just train three times a week so I haven't got time I get it yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 I completely get it like I'm there with you mate um, I should be training <laughs> like, you now in fact because I'm probably a better trainer for you now yeah. as well. um, but so it is Tom, funny do you work at a gym yeah brilliant doesn't, doesn't yeah. mean I just work out the whole time. We don't want to go home if anything. <laughs> but yeah, it's, 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 it's funny, it isn't really it? Is I think it is, it is an interesting concept, but it's always going to happen. I just feel like in every job it happens, but I just feel like with the online ex- world that I'm exposed to, I just find it very, very obvious and I, I see it a mile away um, when people copy certain aspects of what people do and not principles so much because that's principles are principles, but it's more that that language thing like I said over the last few months I've just noticed it more and more and more um, and it is it's, it's funny but at the same time I'm like it just gives me content because I'm like you don't understand you're confusing people because <laughs> like, you're confusing me I'm like just take it fucking properly <laughs> I don't understand I'm going to make a piss take dress yeah it's like <laughs> ridiculous just fucking put the thesaurus down alright Dan do you need to target your particular muscle groups to grow oh yeah I saw this question the other day I mean, someone put, I think it was, oh, do you, I think it was in relation to like the traps, I think it was. Do you need to directly target the traps for them to grow? Which part of the traps? Well, that's a good question, but any, any part, it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, yes, you do. Like, I, <laughs> I don't understand, do, do you need to target your cars for them to grow? Yeah. Well, it would help, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Start, like, start off them. with that. Training them would help. <laughs> so I get that question about the abs as well, like, oh, does training abs really help get, get you bigger abs? Yes, they're a muscle. Yes. They, they work just like any other muscle yeah, group. But, I mean, I don't but know what the MRV of them is, but you, know, you just train them anyway. But I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the ab one is generally, oh, would it... But, Sorry, I'm going to burp all over the place. Pepsi Max in my face. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> but no, the ab one comes from like... The ab oh, one comes from basically just because people are like, yeah, I want to see my abs. It's like, yeah, yeah, they, they will get bigger. Still a fucking shit ton of fat on top of it. But yeah, they yeah, will get bigger. But they will get bigger. The same rate your arms will get bigger, yeah. so not hugely, but... they hypertrophy you know, of the abs. But Genuine it's, thing. It's that whole thing of like, oh, you know, what's the best way to get my arms to go? Train them more often. 
oh, but you know, I don't really want. Well, then you're not going to be grounds. Don't try and like. I just, I just find it baffling. Like, and I, I understand some of the questions because people again put out shit advice, which is don't worry about training arms. Just do ro- loads of rows and loads of pushes, and you'll grow big arms. Right? It's like, I well, f- they'll grow, but not optimally. I saw like ages ago. Um, and it was by one of the kind of, it sounds like we're digging on the MRV people at the moment. And it was by one of the people who was a big, I don't know, I don't know, person who pushes that kind of stuff. And it, they were working out percentages based off um, rows of how much arm and how much tricep through yeah. presses you hit to then eventually how much arms you have to do. I was like, oh, if yeah, you do your rows, you should be working out. It, it will hit your uh, capacity of about 40% of what your arm training will be. Therefore, you need to top it up by... A... I was like, where are you getting these numbers from? Unless you are hooked up to an EMG machine. So some something's going to measure muscle activity whilst you train. There's no fucking way at all that you're going to know that. Also, it's like, just be like, oh, dominant muscle group, back. All right. That's going to train my rhomboids. Cool. That's for that. Move on. I just don't... I don't understand the necessity to break it down. If you want something to grow, just train it more. Like you said, if you do the same amount of chest work, but then you do more triceps... Again, you wouldn't... I I wouldn't even come into the equation to go, oh, I need to work out how much volume that is for my triceps and my shoulders and... (laughs) Everything else, I'm like, I'm it doesn't really matter. Like, really give all it. I know is because it's a smaller cross group and hasn't got a larger surface area, it probably takes a lot of beating as well. Yeah, can, I can do more stuff on it. It's like we talked about today, we do a lot less pressing than we do pulling. Like, just yeah. there's a reason for that. Like, Madness. it's just standard. But I don't sit there and to go, Tom, I've worked out that I've done exactly four sets under my, my MRV of my chest today. I just sit there and go, Well, I just did less sets on chest and shoulders than I do on my back. That's a pretty smart thing to do over the course of a week. Like, I don't, uh, I just, I don't understand it. But like I said, you're not hating on them. It's just about knowing a demographic. <laughs> it's knowing a demographic and it's knowing that a bodybuilder prepared to do anything possible to get better and look better on stage will adhere to that sort of program. That's great. Know that 0.1% of the population want to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, answer that question. Yes. <laughs> do like. Yes, if you want something to grow, directly train it. Do like 20, 30 sets on it at some sort of. Decent between intensity. the five to thirty rep range, <laughs> and make sure that you within two thirds your MRV, yeah. and you'll be fine. Just, like, just do stuff, train it three times a week. There, there you yeah, go. I don't know. Nine, like, ten I, set. I've been there. Do like it. I've also been there where I've tried to design a training plan where I'm like hopping oh, up these weak areas, and like you've moved the volume around, trying to make it perfect. And in the end, now what I've settled on is I want bigger arms. So basically, what I do is I basically worked out my three four body program, my three four body sessions for the week. Where I do a deadlift, a squat, bench is my main lift. I then do a supplementary to each one of those, basically the opposite, like a strength lift. So on the bench yeah. day, I'll do a pull-up. RDL on the squat day. Leg press on deadlift day. And then other than that, I do one push uh, and two pulls. And after that, I just do arms. <laughs> that, that, that's it. And I can't tell what my arms look like because some days I just do shitloads of volume. Some days I just do like lower reps and lower volume. But I make sure I do arms every day. Because for me, it's like, well, that's what I want to grow. If I wanted my legs to grow, I'd trade them every day. I see. Dan does not rotate. Or move through any kind of other plane of motion apart from sessions. You, you know it, mate. <laughs> don't need to, mate. Don't need uh, to. Don't you play cricket? Yeah, that's, that's when I do it. So there you go. Don't need to worry about it, mate. Don't worry about it. Sports specific training, not. Again, I'm not an athlete. Don't need to do sports specific training. Don't need to worry about it. <laughs> just want to look good. I'd see you rotate. Don't you want to pleaks, mate? Gosh. 
Mate, I've actually got a good I've got good mobility, I've got oh, good range yeah, of motion. Sure don't, you worry do. about. Sure you don't worry, mate, I'll get the old <laughs> get the old core rotational workout soon. Never mind. Alright, um there's there's a poll on uh, UK PTs which I No of course there is. Yeah, of course yeah, there fucking is. It's, yeah. it's just a sort of There's always a poll on fucking UK PTs. <laughs> um it's uh, what in your own opinion? Because there's quite a few answers on this. I thought we'd, we'd just... Because what in your own opinion? Not not what in no one else's opinion. <laughs> in your own opinion. No, yeah. In uh, Betty's opinion that you met last yeah. week in the hairdressers. Uh, <laughs> what does she think about... Um, what in your own opinion do you think Think the number one reason for gem pop that people can't stick to a diet forward slash calorie deficit? Please add any answers you have. So these could be funny as well. Let's oh put these through. Um, I'm doing some research and looking for real world <laughs> feedback from BTs. All right, so do you want to guess them? No. We'll just say uh, top. Top to bottom. Let's go through, mate. So um, so these are <sighs> number one reasons that people can't stick to diets, essentially. All right, we've got good during the week, but ruin it in the weekend. That's the number one reason. That's right. not really the reason, though, is it? That's just what happens. That's just what happens. It's not the reason for it. The reason is social pressure, uh, usually, and, okay. you know, that's yeah, the reason, big reason, probably. Or, or a desire to not even... I think the other half of it comes down to desire. Desire. Like, half of them don't probably really okay. give a fuck. Like, like, probably okay with their weight. And there's, there's, kind of think it's slightly desirable to be a couple of kilos. I don't think it's even that. I just think it's like the, the, the desire to have a pizza and beer and see your mates is higher than wanting to lose weight, which is fine. That's okay. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, number two. Not tracking what they eat accurately. Mm. Then you, See, don't, you don't have to track. But your that's food the though. thing, right? There's there's life before my my fitness pal. Yeah, people lost weight before my fitness pal. Yeah, hundred percent. That comes down to education, though, yeah. as well. Like I think. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, number three, <laughs> secret eating. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm guessing these everybody's aren't reasons. Watched, like these aren't reasons people find it hard. To, this, is, this is this is what happens when people pass into the It's not the reasons why. So, everybody's watched Secret Eaters, right? That they're just yeah, they follow into the KFC drive through and they go, yeah, "Oh, I've had salad yeah, today." Yeah. I've never been salad. <laughs> you're like, nah, I haven't touched that. It's just like breaking through like cupboards yeah. that they put right at the top. They're like, yeah, yeah, you definitely did. It's like, well, we hired these two private investigators to follow you around and root through your bins, yeah. and you ate seven fucking hobnobs. Yeah, brilliant. Secret eating is hilarious. Go watch it. Um, right. There are too many psychological reasons we overeat that are too complicated for most people to pick. Ridiculous. What? I wouldn't say that. That's... No. Um, discipline. Oh, yeah. There's... Yep, that's yep. pretty broad, yeah, but... <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll let you off on that one. Just, uh, yeah. People see eating as a luxury as opposed to a necessity. That's a, yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. I'd say it's pretty ne- necessary. It is a necessary, isn't it? Yeah. Necess- yeah. It is a, is but a people what? see food what as you say? People see food as it is a necessity. Okay. It is necessary. You're struggling. It is necessary. <laughs> um You worry people, about that, mate. That's fine. People do I think that's the thing when you um people see food as a luxury and not just as f- as fuel. But that's just the world we live in now. Like it's food tastes fucking great. Mm. Like it never used to taste this good. Like Interesting. That's the thing, isn't it? There's so much salt, sugar, and fat added to stuff because they companies know that that makes things taste better, which means you want it more. But companies don't give a shit about your fucking waistline, do they? they just buy more of their food. Sell, 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 sell. Um, mass marketing and addictive ingredients. Oh, brilliant. They don't exist, but yeah, never mind. <laughs> mass marketing doesn't exist. No, addictive. <laughs> 
as if you got me on that. That's because yeah. of the delays. There's no delay with Skype. <laughs> so uh, can't be bothered to weigh their food. <sighs> don't have oh, to weigh yeah. your food. It just shows the fucking UK PTs group. Yeah. Um, poor support networks. That's one. That is one. That is one. That's legit. Really, really low though on this. Yeah. Yeah. Before all the other shit that's been, been put in there. <laughs> Lack of education in earlier yeah. life. Mm, no, just lack of education. In, in an earlier life, like before you, <laughs> you have to basically. I think believe in real. Is that all of them, or is there more? No, there's more. Oh Jesus! Um, food as a reward. Mm, yeah. Interesting. So UKPTs are generally training dogs. So yeah, that's generally what's yeah. happening. Um, I like this one because bacon is just so goddamn good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's probably number one for me. That's one of the best ones. Yeah. Um, chronic dieting leading to adaptive metabolic changes. Nope. Nope. Not that one. Because <laughs> they wouldn't then be true. worried about it, would they? If they're chronically <laughs> dieting, they'd probably be in a good place with their weight. Yeah, yeah. Um, losing weight is the hardest thing you'll ever do. It's definitely not. Definitely not. It is really not. It's so actually not. something that's very, very simple to do. Very, very simple. Um, it's not fun to have <laughs> restricted what goes in your mouth, whereas eating is fun. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. The thing, the thing I think with it is, like, I've noticed over the last few days from eating, well, that burger today, for example, is you get to a point where food doesn't taste as good anymore. And I'm at that point now where I'm just like, actually, that's a lie. That Biscoff ice cream was fucking incredible. Biscoff was great. But there comes a point where, for me... Uh, and again, because of my education and stuff like that, I suppose, and, and going through it all, that you just—I've said this to Mike. I've said this to you today that I've not been eating as well as I have done in the previous month, and I feel it. I—I I don't feel great. I wouldn't say I feel amazing. Like I wake up a bit groggy, and I'm still—I sleep well, but I still feel, feel a bit tired. Um, and I look back and, and just go, well, I've just been a bit too flexible with my diet. Again, nowhere near as much as the average person does, but. Um, I've had a, you know, not as too much veg and probably not as much protein as I should have, not as much water uh, and all that sort of stuff and a bit too much salt and fat or whatever. But I think, I think that, like I said, that, that none of them are the reasons why people fat. And this is probably why a lot of them UKPTs have fucking not got any clients. Um, <laughs> is the whole thing about like being good at during the week and then not at the weekend. That's not a reason people find it hard to stick to their diet. It's like the person said, it's the social support or it's the, yeah. the, the environment that a person is in or it's their lack of understanding of the amount of calories that are in foods that they eat at the weekend. Because I've got plenty of clients who eat more food at the weekends and still lose weight. Like it's not impossible. You can still do it. Um, it in fact, a lot of clients do that. And, and again, it's understanding how, they, how flexible they can be with their calories and all that stuff, sort of their calorie intake and how flexible they can be with their calorie deficit and how it's not all just about what you eat. It's also about the energy you expend and it's to try and pin it on one thing is, is obviously quite difficult but I don't think I think motivation is one thing but I also think the motivation problem is because people assume it needs to be harder than it does and they lose motivation because they try and stick to an extremely strict diet which leads them then to overeat and secret eat and all the other shit that they've mentioned um, but there's so many reasons like people don't stick to the diet and I don't think that many of those answers Oh, I'm still right. going, mate. But there's still more reasons. Um, <laughs> follow unrealistic macros. Just the macros that are unrealistic. Just realistic. the macros yeah. that are unrealistic. Yeah. <laughs> to stick to. I don't like it when people use... If you're writing on here, don't use numbers as two. <laughs> like, or four, or anything like that. Um, all the above, brilliant. Apart from the pseudoscience parts, like gut health, brilliant. Gut health is a thing, but obviously not probably one of the leading causes of... Uh, Whatever this poll was, I've forgotten now, mate. Um, <laughs> consuming, a, consuming a whole packet or drink when the serving size is half. 
Oh yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> just one of them. Oh, uh, poor gut health, blood sugar control, hormone issues. No moron. It's not that wonderful. <laughs> very, very strange. Um, anyway, we've we've got some stupid things before we wrap up this in-person episode. Go on then. What is it? We've got a stupid thing. Um, other than that. Other than that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so on point. Emily Pointer sent me a shout out to Emily. Yeah. Guardian article. Yeah, she sent that to me as well. Oh, which right, was, well, yeah. we're going to look at it, aren't we? Yeah, well, I, I didn't look at it. Oh, she just sent it to did me. Did you not? Because I thought she'd have sent it to you. All right. Wow. You're such big time now, aren't you? Yeah. So it's big time. I'm busy. Sorry, Emily. Sorry, mate. You're on holiday. I'm busier than you. Um, right <laughs> no, so. he's not. He's done nothing today. No, I am. <laughs> mate, I made a YouTube video today. You didn't even notice. I'm like, quick at doing I got, it. I, I play with Isabel as soon as she woke yeah, up. That's it. Like, I've been at work. Tom's been babysitting today. So we played ice cream. Like ice cream shop. Yeah. Did like you get the one you wanted? Did you get the one you wanted or not? Uh, I no, never get the one I wanted. No, 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 I get the one that's given to me. Unfortunately. We uh, we eventually made her say that she didn't want to say the word pistachio. No, she doesn't like saying words she can't pronounce because she feels silly. She no, we, we did it uh, le- like later in the day. Oh, did I was you? like, you're gonna make, you're gonna say it because you can, yeah. you can say it. Like, pistachio, pistachio. Sometimes she doesn't like puh. it. Yeah. I was like, it's good. Are you get me? Nailed it. But then... Uh, Don't teach uh, me any of the naughty words, though. Please. I didn't know what like. What, pistachio is a naughty word? No, as in, like, naughty like, you'll teach other words. Um, no, I don't swear. You do. You two are worse than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, I did... But I do silly things is probably what she's going to start to do. Yeah. I do practical jokes. Yeah. So that's, that's probably more for my thing. Um, so we were spraying the hose around a little bit too much. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Laura got stressed because that was my fault. I got all the ice cream balls uh, wet. <laughs> she's like, uh, Isabel. I was like, yeah, I'll yeah, take the blame for that. That's Tom's fault. <laughs> that was my standard. Fault. Isabel was like, uh, sorry. I, like, done no, no, I, can't, I can't let you have that. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we put the, uh, the ice creams in the different uh, colours. So they didn't match up. Uh, oh, come on, mate. She was. She thought it was mental. Yeah, I mean, I bet she she would do. Yeah, considering Dan's house is all like nice. It was usually nice and tight. It's Laura. It's not me. It's Laura. Oh really? It's the OCD one. I'm not. Really? I'm not okay. as OCD, mate. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun. Um, what we got? So ten things. So it says never, never be an ego lifter. This is from the Guardian. Um, Personal trainers, 12, uh, it said 10 things at the start, 12 success secrets to successful exercise. Well, 10 <sighs> secrets to what, mate? 10 to secrets to what? 12 secrets of successful exercise. There we go. It's quite hard to say. That is quite hard to say. Um, yeah. Evidently. So I'm just going to read the titles because I've them. bull. Um, so in the land of gym machines, technique is king. But it, mm. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, fitness classes can be great, but tread with caution. Agreed. Agreed. To be fair. Hang on, I thought it was a stupid thing. No, no, no. Women lifting weights won't turn you into Hulk Hogan. Yep. No, that's won't. true. Because he's a man, so it won't give you a sex change. <laughs> you may not be trying hard enough. That's one of my gripes. Yep. Right. I mean, these are all good so far. These I don't understand so what's going on so here. You don't need a fancy gear or boutique gym membership. No, you don't. No. <laughs> Leave your ego in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Find your real motivation. Don't really understand that. Yeah, it depends on what that is. <laughs> Be realistic about what exercise al- alone can achieve. I thought this was stupid things. I know. That's... Well, the, the titles though seem absolutely fine. <laughs> I haven't read it, by the way. Oh, yeah, I read what it. I was exposing. Oh. Um, gels and protein powders are best left to the professionals. Well, no, protein powders are fine. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What professionals? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. professional what eaters? Or... <laughs> um, yeah. 
Uh, that's weird. Um, don't do the same thing week in, week out. Mm, no, definitely do definitely the same do. thing week in, week out. Pretty much, well, the same movements anyway. Yeah, you want you want to do that. Probably not the same weight though. We'll let them off that. Oh, very strange. Um, go at your own pace. Don't be afraid. Mm, depends. That's that means strange. you probably haven't got somewhere. That's like, I don't know. You're probably looking out for help if you just started going to the gym. Yeah, maybe. I assume so. Don't listen to Noel Edmonds. Yeah, don't listen to Noel Edmonds, probably. Generally, one of the... Yeah, I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Especially if it's nutritional training advice, anyway. Is it not good? I wouldn't know, but I wouldn't suggest he knows that. So, so apparently, uh, it's about stretching, and he, he thinks it's a scam. Hmm. <laughs> okay, now. <laughs> stretching is a scam. I think you're uh, on a shit. I'm not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's really strange. What weird, stupid things. I'm not sure Emily gets a shout out for that. Well, no, I think Emily needs to explain herself. <laughs> I think there must be something in the article that you're not. Maybe they're the titles, or maybe they're like. And then there's actually some of the things that they've people have said in it that's actually they're idiots. You know, they've said something that is ridiculous. Like we've read the title of the way we we would read it. I mean, I've just uh, clicked on a shortcut and it does say Noel Emerson's <laughs> exercise secret: do it in the dark. Brilliant. <laughs> Guardian for you. Well, it's, apparently he's got a, um, a toned torso. Has he, though? I don't know. I don't, I've not seen Old Nebbers naked. I couldn't do Well, it. I'll show you a picture right now. I don't really want to see it, to be fair. There you go. It's not that toned, is it's it? It's not that toned. Let's be honest. Well, for his age, I suppose it probably is, actually. Oh, is he about 100? Yeah, he's nearly dead, isn't he? <laughs> so, he's um, there or thereabouts. So. He's, there or there, he's, he's there or thereabouts in terms of deadness. <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, very strange. Um, right, mate, any other business? No other business. No other business, mate. No. This is going on. This is the last time we're doing an in-person podcast because it's ridiculously harder than it is <laughs> to do it on Skype. Apparently sure. we'll Just do it in different rooms. Yeah. Um, or we can actually... Well, because we do it so rarely, there's no point in buying all the, all the tech. No, there's not. But like, like we said, Tommy, in a few years' time, when we're big time, and maybe I've moved back to London, and maybe we office, we can actually get a podcast room. Why would I be in London? I thought the whole point I'm down here is to discuss a move to Bath, isn't it? Or that we can do either one, mate. I don't really mind, but I think you know when you're a big multinational company, you do have to have your offices in London. So we should yeah. probably do that. Okay. The point is, you're moving out here to go all the way back again, wouldn't it? So yeah, very. You'll be looking for about hundred interns, and you get no pay. But you know that's what they did in football that's with us. Professional so, football, is it? Professional football. So, so if they can do it, we can do it. So yeah. it's fine, and we'll just try and you know find an intern that's got an office free in London that we can just have. Easy, mate. Told you. It's all, all part of the big master plan, don't you worry about it. Very true. <laughs> I've also had to stomach Pepsi Max without staying with you. And I'm a Diet Coke person. Oh, shut up, mate. Pepsi Max is fine. <laughs> got on Pepsi that Max. note. I've got Pepsi Max and raspberry in the fridge. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, mate. Right, on that note, we will uh, catch you next week. <laughs>